Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the first ever Above the Fold podcast. Uh, I'm here with big group of writers tonight. So we're going to go around the table, introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about what we typically write about at Above the Fold. And our random question tonight is going to be, what was your favorite childhood drink? So my name is Matthew Moore. I am the editor at Above the Fold. You'll see a lot of writing about music from me. And my favorite childhood drink was Yoohoo. Although it's probably also probably my favorite adult drink as well. So gross. Yep. I love you, man. <laughs> my name is Danae, and I don't I write about a lot of different things on the blog. So there. I write about a lot of different things on the blog. Um Specifically, sometimes bro country and sometimes the Pope. So that just gives you like a range. My favorite childhood drink, I think like a treat drink that I really enjoyed, um, was Aldi brand black cherry soda. Um, And they don't have it anymore, but they used to sell black cherry soda. What was it called? Was it just called Aldi? I think it was just black cherry soda. Really? That was my favorite. I've never had that. You You can't. You're lost. My name is Andrew Bodenbach. I write about films for Above the Fold. And my favorite childhood drink was Prairie Farms chocolate milk and the little cardboard cartons. Oh. Like lunch every day. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Nicole Moore. I write kind of like Danae about a lot of things. Uh, I'd say my main range is theology and feminism in television. <laughs> I write about that a lot. I love it. Um, and my favorite childhood drink was Pacific Cooler Capri Suns, but only that flavor. I think that's what it there was. There was more called. than one flavor? Yeah, oh, yeah. there's like yeah, cherry. What? Yeah. Disgusting strawberry kiwi. Yeah, don't waste your time with that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Pacific yeah. Yeah. Pacific Cooler all the way. I'm going to get that tattooed Pacific on me. <laughs> Pacific Cooler. Uh, I'm Ben. I usually write about church and theology. Um, and Danae is my sister, so we grew up drinking the Aldi Black Cherry. That's what I was going to say. Um, and it's special because a lot of black cherry sodas taste like cough syrup. Like, I'm really picky yeah, about yeah. it, but theirs was so good. So that was also There's a black cherry answer. soda you drink now. Fitz's is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I am Blakely Mangini. Some people share their last names. Some people don't. I do, because it's a new one. <laughs> Just got married to the brother of the two siblings. Um, my, I usually write about music for the blog. That's my favorite topic and my career choice. And my favorite childhood drink was definitely Tang. Oh, yeah. Nope. The monkey. Drink. I didn't even know what Tang was at first because I always saw the commercials for it. And you're it's, just like, so is this like a drink we drink? Or? It's for monkeys yeah. and it's for space. That was great. Alright, so we'll go ahead and jump into uh, the first of our topics here. So this is going to be a new format for us. We are going to be doing our what to watch for in podcast form. Um, so the first one we want to talk about is a music album, and this is by a band called Seren, and the album is called Shadow Shows. So the first time we heard about Seren was back in 2011, 
when I had the opportunity to go to Catalyst, which is a huge two-day conference for young Christian leaders down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I was one of the volunteers for this conference. So we got to be in there early for the sound check. And I remember uh, they were doing their sound check and they played that first riff of the song, We Will All Be Changed. And everyone in the building just stopped what they were doing and watched them sing this entire song. And if you've ever heard this song before, um, we'll, we'll put a link to it down at the bottom. And when you hear this song live, hearing the four or five voices singing this all together, it just gives you goosebumps. It is such an awesome song. And so uh, I've since had another chance to see them live. And once again, Nicole and I went together and we just stood there and just watched the show with our jaws just drop to the floor because they're just so phenomenal live. Um, just seeing them play with such emotion and precision, it's just ridiculous. Uh, and so on, on February 17th, Seren's releasing their sophomore album called Shadow Shows. Um, it's been almost five years since their first album. So this has been really highly anticipated. I'm really excited about it. Um, this album still has a lot of songs that has a lot of switching time signatures in the songs. It's kind of something they do a lot in their previous album. So they do a lot of that here still. Um, and other oddities, they have like random instruments going on too. Uh, but it's a lot more accessible than their debut in my opinion. So the album as a whole just feels a lot more cohesive, feels a lot easier to listen to. Um, so here we've got a clip of the song Disappear, which is one of my favorites from the new record, and uh, it's sure to get stuck in your head. So, Danae, what are you going to share with us this month? Um, I Two things. One, I love TV specials, like, more than most people. And if you follow the blog very much, you probably know that we are big fans of Saturday Night Live. And so this month, they're having a 40th anniversary special uh, that will be airing February 15th. That's a Sunday night on NBC. and it's So it's Saturday Night Live on a Sunday night. On a Sunday night. <laughs> okay. Right. That makes Still sense. SNL. Still like, SNL. Like Weekend Update Thursday. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so far they haven't said a lot about what's going to happen. They've had, I would say similar, they've had anniversary specials in the past, like live primetime things, but we really don't know what's going to happen. What we do know is that even if you don't really watch Saturday Night Live now, or you don't really know the 40-year history, you'll recognize the comedians that are showing up, because there's so many comedians that you would say, oh, I didn't know they were on Saturday Night Live, or I didn't know that's where they started. So, you know, current people that we all love, I'm sure Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are going to be there. Hopefully Andy Samberg's going to be there. But then going back through the years, like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, I don't know how many, like, 
early year people will be there just mm. because there's more separation. But, um, I mean, it's the 40th anniversary, which is a big deal, which is really exciting. So that is something that I'm very excited about watching because it's going to be hilarious or at least it's either going to be really, really funny or it's going to make you like remember all of these super nostalgic things that have happened, Right. which might also be very, very funny. The right. commercials for it are really intense. Yeah, they show it's like, like all the old logos of like Saturday Night Live over the years, and then it's Chevy Chase going live from New York. That was not a Chevy Chase. I don't do impressions. Also, I think that if you're a person who, if you're a person who's around the same age as us, this would be a cool show to watch with your parents mm. because like our parents watched the show when it started and so it's cool to have that connection. So if it's you still, like it's parents, the same show but you're watching it from different mm-hmm. ends. Yeah. So that's Saturday Night Live, forty years. Excellent. Thanks, Tane. So Nicole, what are you excited about? I am super excited about a book that is coming out that's written by my favorite little human, Kid President. So, oddly enough, going back to Catalyst um, in Atlanta, Georgia, I was there a year after Matthew was there, um, actually with Danae. This podcast is brought to you by Catalyst. (laughs) So, we were there, and Kid President did a little cameo. Um, He just showed up to dance for a little bit. Uh, That was awesome. (laughs) For those of you... You got a picture with him. I have a picture with Kid President. I will probably make it my um, profile picture after we are done recording this. So... For those of you who don't know who Kid President is, uh, Kid President is a small child, and he (laughs) is a YouTube personality. He's a YouTube star, I would say. Uh, He has 75 million views and counting. That's nuts. Yeah. If you haven't seen his videos, I would just pause this. Don't forget to come back to the podcast. (laughs) But go back and watch uh, one of his videos on YouTube. It's, uh, he, what's he on? Oh, no. Soul Pancake. Thanks. Yeah. He's on Soul Pancake. Go back and watch one of his videos on Soul Pancake. Um, He is just probably one of the most hilarious and encouraging human beings on the planet. Uh, And so I thought about trying to quote one of his many (laughs) memorable lines, but I'm just going to pause and we're going to insert a little clip of Kid President right here. The world needs you. Stop being boring. Yeah, you. Boring is easy. Everybody can be boring, but you're gooder than that. Life is not a game, people. Life isn't a cereal either. Well, it is a cereal. And if life is a game, aren't we all on the same team? I mean, really, right? I'm on your team. Be on my team. This is life, people. You got air coming through your nose. You got heartbeat. That means it's time to do something. there's Kid President for you. Um, So his book is called Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome. And in it, you will find lists of awesome ideas to help the world, awesome interviews with his awesome celebrity friends. Full disclosure, Kid President managed to land an interview with Beyonce. What? Yeah, Beyonce (laughs) is in Kid President's book. This kid is all of like 10. No, he is literally 10. I'm reading right now. (laughs) 10 years old and he got to sit down with Beyonce. Queen B. So I'm impressed. I'll buy it for that reason alone. 
Um, and he also has a step-by-step guide to help you make everything a little bit more awesome. And so I think it's going to be hilarious. The kid is 10 years old. His actual name is Robbie Novak, which I know I get why he goes by kid president. (laughs) It's a lot more encouraging. So if you are looking for a gift for your mom, it'll make her smile. If you're looking for a gift for your friend, it'll make them smile. It's appropriate for small children because it's written by a small child. Or if you just want to splurge and treat yourself, I'm going to be buying it. It comes out on February 3rd, and you can go ahead and uh, pre-order it on Amazon right now. I think we'll probably have a link below that you can do that. So, 240 pages, full color, Kid President, <laughs> Guide to Being Awesome. I'm oh. glad it's not black and white. I know. That's a deal breaker That wouldn't be awesome. <laughs> How many people here just wanted to shout, treat yourself? I did. I, did. I, did. So I, did. I almost did. <laughs> treat yourself. Uh, Parks and Rec. Okay, so my second record that I want to talk about is a very different one from Seren. This one is from Matt Carney. Um, when he's been asked about this new record that's called Just Kids, he describes it as what an album would sound like if Paul Simon and Kanye West worked together what? on an album. Wow. Um, it's a very that's unique... That's ballsy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very unique record. Um and so this kind of harkens back to Carney's signature spoken word slash rap when the first record he did with uh, like Nothing Left to Lose and Undeniable and, mm-hmm. and those songs on there where he did a lot of like spoken word in the verses. And then the choruses would be like catchy, singy um, choruses. And so this record has a lot of that, um, which I'm pretty excited about. And so Just Kids comes out on February 24th. And here's a clip of one of the new songs called One Black Sheep. Mama told me angels are watching us in a green Volkswagen van. In the cities of hippies and angel dust singing along to an Amy Grant. There was money in my pocket, shoes on my feet. But I always felt like the one black sheep. There was food on the table, a place to sleep. But there's no rest for the one black sheep singing. Matthew, you have a connection to Matt Carney that I know about because I lived with you when you did this. You yes. Tell this story. Yes. So uh, my senior year of college, um, when Nicole and I were still dating, we decided that we were going to do a free gift to each other that we still wanted to be sentimental and meaningful, um, but free Was of it charge. For it was for Valentine's okay. Day. And so uh, in college, we had a, uh, a term that was during January that we called interterm. And it was three weeks of classes, and you met for three hours in the morning, and then you had the rest of the night to work on homework. I'm doing an air quotes, (laughs) because no one ever worked on their homework the rest of the day. And so I had some friends who uh, had access to the recording studio, and I decided that I was going to record uh, Matt Carney's Closer to Love uh, for Nicole for Valentine's Day. And... I'm debating on whether or not there will be a link to that. Oh, yes, there will. (laughs) (laughs) Click below. (laughs) So. I had to hear that piano line a hundred times. Oh, good grief. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Boo, boo, boo. Yep. 
Good times. I Link. thought he was going to break up with me because I didn't see him for that month. He was just literally <laughs> hidden in the recording And I wouldn't studio. tell you where I was either. Yeah, I was like, who is he with? I'm trying to find out the girl. So if you hear this, Matt Carney, thank you. We're now married. And it's all because of you. <laughs> he was just getting closer to love. That's right. You got Ooh, closer. nice. Mm. All right. So, Danae, what do you have for us next? Three words. House of Cards. What? Followed by two words, <laughs> binge watch. Um, <laughs> Netflix so, season three. I'm gonna do this all like in just sentences. Tomorrow night. <laughs> Eight words. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, House of Cards is coming back to Netflix, which is really exciting. I had one of those weird moments where um, I was watching normal TV, which doesn't happen that often, but I was just watching like regular network TV and a commercial for House of Cards came on and I almost fell off the couch because I was so excited and because it's like worlds collide. It's like It's like reverse worlds. Yeah. It's like, like bizarre world. Not supposed to. Um, so I'm really excited. It's coming back February 27th and they're going to release the whole show so you can watch it at your leisure or as quickly as possible. Um, but if you have, if you haven't seen the show, it's on Netflix, all of it, right now, so you can watch the first two seasons, catch up before, you've got most of February, so you've got plenty of time to get caught up, Blakely, I'm looking at you. I know you are. Um, (laughs) because it's super intense, it's a riveting show, and it has a lot to say, I think, about, you know, this modern America... I wouldn't say just politics, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes beyond just, like, the political world of, like, how people are. So, um, I don't think it would be good to include a clip of the trailer, because it's literally just, like, sound and the words at the end. (laughs) (laughs) So we won't. Yeah. Um, so part of why I think a lot of people are excited about the return of the show is kind of the rise of the plot, and so I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say... We're on the cusp of some really big things happening in the plot of the show, and I can't really say more than that because, you know, spoilers. I try not to be that person who spoils everything for everyone. So, I would highly encourage it. If you're having, like, cabin fever, wintertime blues, and you, like, want something to watch, go check out the first two seasons now, and so then you'll be ready when season three comes February 27th. Awesome. Thanks, Danae. Nicole, you have one last thing for us? I do. Uh, and I'm really, really excited about this. I think most people around this table, at least, are. Uh, so let me let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, it was a few years ago on a vacation when my f- husband finally convinced me to watch Breaking Bad with him. Uh, I had I had refused to watch it prior to this evening because what I said... What vacation was that? I don't know. That's not... You went to Catalyst, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where we were. But I was like, the show is too violent. It would just depress me. And then I got hooked and I watched it all in a matter of months. So if you were into Breaking Bad... One character probably stands out. There are probably many, but one stands out for special reasons, and it is none other than Saul Goodman. And this month, on February 8th, Better Call Saul is finally going to be debuting, which is the Breaking Bad spinoff series uh, that focuses just on Saul. So Saul is played by... What's his name, Matthew? You know his name. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Thank you. What a guy. (laughs) And Saul plays... 
probably the sketchiest attorney I have ever seen in my life. So I'm actually on his website right now. There, If you go to bettercallsaul.com, it's a real website. Um, just clarifying. Now everybody around the table is going to the website. So it's... I think describing the website is going to do a better job describing oh, yeah. the show great. for you than I ever could. If you watch the show, you will remember Saul as the lovable but also skeezy attorney that was uh, featured in the show several times. So Saul's website, just to give you a little uh, taste, a little flavor of what kind of man Saul is, his phrase, his catchphrase is, Saul can help you get out of illegal mess. Um, it says, welcome lawbreakers. I can prove that baby's not yours. Call today. Clarify, <laughs> it's not toll free. Um, and so... Anybody else have anything they'd like to add about Saul? Yeah, uh, I mean, the show is supposed to take place in 2002, so it's actually, like, taking place before Breaking Bad happens. Um, and while it focuses on Saul, we also know there are going to be a lot of cameos from characters, uh, you know, from Breaking Bad, especially uh, Jonathan Banks, who plays Mike Ehrmantraut, the cleaner. Um, and he's going to yeah. play, I think, a pretty prominent role in the show, um, in addition to other characters that will show up. All the other characters are being oddly quiet about it. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that, but in a recent um, interview with HuffPost, Aaron Paul said he kind of went back on some of his previous statements that he was definitely going to play a role. Yeah. And he's seeming really sketchy. I don't know what's going on, he Aaron Paul. He be like 12 years old. He would be a small child. <laughs> <laughs> we probably got a couple seasons until he would be capable of being yeah. on television. But I have high hopes. Or but an Anna Gunn, who played Walter White's wife in Breaking Bad, has also dropped some hints about showing up on the show eventually. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting seeing the way these characters jump in. Because even like anyone who's watched the show knows like Huel, who was Saul's kind of bodyguard, tough guy. Um, They've said he's not in the first couple of episodes, so Sweet. characters like that will get introduced and you get to see like mm. what their relationship to Saul is, which I think will be really interesting. Yeah, because with Breaking Bad, by the time you meet Saul, all of these characters already have a developed kind of personality, and so it'll be really cool to see how those personalities develop, to see kind of the start and the genesis of that. I think it'll be really cool to see. Right. Yeah. Like, we know Mike is like this badass who just takes care of everything. But uh, in the premiere episode, he's working as a parking attendant. Wow. So, like, oh, that's awesome. see how all these, like, how everyone gets to the place where they are at the start of the show. He's my favorite with his little granddaughter. Yes. Oh. So, you guys will definitely want to tune in. It premieres on February 8th on AMC. And I can promise you that you are going to fall in love with Saul. I think everyone did who ended up watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> he is so lovable. You just feel for the poor guy. He's just trying to make a buck. But <laughs> I would definitely tune in, like I said, on February 8th. Great. Well, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to our first episode of the Above the Fold podcast. Check us out next month. We'll be talking about what to watch for coming up in March. 